Welcome to the Clientele Podcast brought to you by WP Care Market. Our mission is to bridge the gap in communication between website professionals and their clients to better the website services relationships and build back trust. (laughs) On each episode of the podcast, we will bring you a web pro and a client, a business owner to give different perspectives on the conversation as we learn and grow from one another. Today, I am so excited to introduce two of those people. First, I'll begin with Mr. Mike Killen of Sell Your Service. He is a lover of Marmite and marketing funnels. <gasps> yeah. Welcome. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on my headstone. Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's great to have you on the podcast, Mike, and you will represent our web professional of this conversation. Awesome. Someone who's very well experienced with running an agency, selling and building marketing funnels for clients. So I really look forward to having your perspective on this. Good. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me on. And to give our business owner, website owner perspective on this, I am thrilled to introduce Sarah Deher. She was editor at the Food Network, actually where her and I met. And now she is uh, the owner of Baker's Dozen Media, where she represents lots of celebrity clients in working with website professionals, as well as creating her own product. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's so good to have you on. You have a lot of experience too, working from... um, from so many different angles at Food Network with, with all of the t- teams you had to interact with? Sure did. You had lots of people you interacted with in that. And that really hasn't changed. Still lots of people. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thank you for b- both joining us today. The topic today is a really fun one. I entitled it The Price is Right because all my titles are going to be around TV shows or movies. <laughs> I've just noticed that in the notes as well. That's awesome. The price is right. It's all about pricing. You know why? It's because every single email you ever get when talking about website services or website project begins with how much is it going to cost, right? Every single conversation begins with what's it going to cost? And, and the most exciting answer to always give is it depends. It depends. So in the fun, so um, I wanted to kind of kick off about, you know, where we start with um, when it comes to pricing. And I wanted to start with you, Sarah, about, you know, as someone who's looking to get something started, looking for a website from that website owner perspective or like communicating on behalf of your client, uh, where do you go to determine in your head what you think it costs to build a website? I go to you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You know, recently I discovered a massive difference between cost of e-commerce and not e-commerce sites. And because of the security and everything that has to go along with them, um, a couple Google searches, but in general, because I'm in the industry I am, I always ask fellow colleagues that I've worked with what they have gotten, what their budgets were. Was it realistic? Was, you know, did it go over? So I'm always tapping other people in the industry. That's really interesting. So you, you turn to people who are in the industry in terms of people who are doing it, like the website professionals to ask them or like other people, you know, who've built a website. Both. Mm. Luckily, I go to both because honestly, I can go to other clients and say, they can tell me what they've wanted to pay. But then to go to the developer and say, yeah, you can want to pay that, but if you want to do it right, this is what it really should cost. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's it, right? Like we always say, if you want to do it right, like that's our tag. But it's a really big deal because people sometimes just want to slap something up super fast and they're cutting corners. And then when they're not ranking or their social media plugins aren't working, can't really be surprised. 
Yeah. Yeah. But you it, will be blamed though. Still. Oh, 100%. 100%. Right. So Mike, what about, okay. So what about you? So what happens when you get that question? I, I don't, this is the thing. And I'm, I'm weirdly, I'm probably not the best person to talk to you about this. I don't get that question because people know if they don't have 25 grand, I'm not even going to look at co- having a conversation with them. So the, the, the problem with the asking like, how much is this going to cost? It shouldn't be up to the customer at all. It should, it should have nothing to do with the customer. I don't walk into Toyota and say, Hey, I only want to spend 17 grand on a car. They're like, well, the cost is 30 grand. That's, there's nothing we can do about that. I think the problem with website professionals is they think the power of the price is in the hands of the customer, whereas it should be in the hands of me, the business owner. I should say, I want to make 25 grand per customer, 10 grand per customer, 1,000 pounds per customer, $1,000 per customer, and work backwards from there and think, well, what am I going to deliver? And then look for customers as opposed to, well, this is a custom development role. You know, anything that's custom or bespoke at all is ludicrously expensive in comparison so but to to your point though let's say someone stumbles upon you they like what they see or they've heard about you Hmm. and they send you an email like how are they supposed to know that like how are they supposed to know you're not going to go with them without a certain budget someone gets in contact with me and they say hey we want to we want to um learn more about you know your websites or marketing we want to work with you the first thing i'm going to do is either myself or one of my guys or they'll answer a form saying okay great what's your budget it's the first question out of my mouth it's the first answer that i want to hear from them is what is their budget but i'm going to call your bluff because you just said they're not to give you the price no but i want to know what their budget is they don't give me the price if they go my budget's five grand i go cool i can't work with you or I've got a course here that you can buy. You can buy that. So Sarah, like as a client though, you're sitting there and like your budget is, is what? I mean, how do you... Honestly, like if you had asked me that question 10 years ago, I wouldn't have even known what it should have been. Sure. Like um, depending on the level of expertise of someone coming to you, they might have no clue how much money they should see your marketing for this project. If they have a marketing budget so big, I mean, I guess you have maybe five out of 10 who have no idea where to start. And then, you know, if you want to say you don't want to look at anyone, you know, beneath your threshold of 25 grand, why don't you just slap that on your website or something? Mm. What it is, like, but <laughs> it's difficult. It's difficult for us because 99% of my, my revenue now comes from the courses. And what we found is that people are like, oh, Mike's got a course and he, he speaks internationally on selling marketing funnels and building marketing funnels. And he's got books and blog posts and courses. So that's when like celebrities and stuff reach out to me and say, we want to work with you because you seem to know what you're talking about. So I almost don't have to, it's not, it's not fair anymore. I almost don't have to qualify anymore because of where I position myself. But if I was just an agency, I categorically would have my prices on my website. Mm. I would say we don't work with people less than this. If you've only got 250 quid, awesome. We've got a course that you can go and buy. It'll teach you how to do it. We've partnered together with a bunch of website providers that will give you the theme and the plugins and all the the opt-ins forms and stuff that you need. I can't build a website for 500 bucks or or $1,000 or whatever it is. We've got another way of delivering that result. So I, so that's really interesting because I, I'm against putting the pricing on the website because everybody's needs are different. So like I, like if someone comes to me and they have a budget that fits their realistic expectations, 
Like I will work with that because it makes sense for my team that like, like what Sarah was saying, maybe they want to throw something together really quickly for like two or 3000 to put like a landing page up, Mm. like further down the road, they're going to want to do a site for like 10 or 20 K. So if I just put minimum 10 or 20 K, I probably wouldn't have gotten Sarah coming to me because she would have said, oh, well, she won't work with us and the budget we have. So that's not a price problem. That's a product problem. Mm. right? That's a product problem. That's not a price problem. Everyone, everyone constantly says to me, Mike, I can't charge 25 grand for everything. I'm like, I agree. I can't charge 25 grand for some of the stuff that I do, but I have to charge what's profitable. Your problem is not the price. It's that you haven't got a scalable product. If someone's only got 20 bucks, I've got a ton of books that they can buy for 20 bucks. It's not a pricing problem. It's a product problem. If you don't have a scalable way of delivering just a landing page and yeah, you could do, you could comfortably do like a, like a little landing page funnel for like 500 bucks, right? Super, super simple, squeeze page, thank you page, delivery page. If you've got an automated process and a way of delivering that for $500 that you don't have to touch, awesome. But until you've got like $1,000 worth of margin at least in there, it's, it's, it's not scalable to go for that. Okay. So that's, okay. So that's interesting. So like with Sarah, the client coming and looking for people to reach out to, the website should clearly communicate a specific niche and a specific product because then she's probably going to get more accurate uh, feedback on what would cost. That's really interesting. So, um, so when people reach out and they say, as a client, you know, we're looking for a website and, and what budget you have, um, maybe there's some other resources out there that people could give an idea of what a budget is. So well, let's be one of those resources. All right. So let's, let's kind of start with some of these products um, and let's talk about pricing. Maybe this podcast can kind of be a resource for someone <laughs> about pricing. All right. So someone needs, um, has a new product they haven't sold yet. They need a landing page to capture emails and feed it into uh, active campaign or Infusionsoft or something to kind of collect the emails until they're ready to to launch and build their product. Like what's what, what's the price on something like that? So, okay, so Sarah, I'm going to use you as the customer then, right? How much are you selling that product for? Let's say it's a product, $18 to $20 a piece. All right, $20, okay. How many of those do you need to sell for your manager right? To think this is well worth a marketing campaign. Let's keep this going. Let's say a hundred thousand units, hundred thousand units, right? At $20. Yeah. Okay. And you haven't sold any previously. Correct. Presumably we're going to go out to your current customers and current email list to launch this. We're not going to launch this into a new market or are we? We are launching this into a new market. So the people you've, you're going to sell this to people who have never bought before and a product you've never sold before. That is correct. <laughs> so you're going, so, geez, Louise. So, so you're going to a new market yeah. with a new product, which is typically what we call in the customer quadrant, the graveyard, right? That sounds about right. Okay. <laughs> if, so if you want to make, so help me out, that's $20 million worth of revenue, right? Two million. Two million, sorry. You're right, 100,000 units at $20. $2 million. That's going to cost you $2 million. I'll do the math for you. If you want new products sold to a new market that they've never bought from you before, it's $2 million. It's going to cost you $2 million. And that's the problem that customers don't get. You, it doesn't matter what the website costs. It's still going to cost you. You're going to have a 0% return. That, that's, and that's not even like me as a sales guy. That's the law of economics. 
you don't make money from the graveyard. It's where money goes to die. <laughs> so your customers can, and we get this all the time. They're like, no, 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 no. Ours is different. Our product's different. It's going to sell like hotcakes. It's going to sell itself. I'm like, sweet. Why do you need a website then? The, the problem is not a website problem. The problem is understanding, do they know? And typically, most like big telco companies that we work with, they understand this. So when I say to them, this is a $2 million acquisition problem, this is actually what we're doing is acquisition because on the back end, you've got a $3,000 program to sell to every single person who buys this $20 product. Most customers who come to you with those kind of expectations of a new product to a new market don't have the rest of that ecosystem figured out. It's, it's usually not a pricing problem. It's an education problem. And they're like, I'm like, well, I, if I could turn a, a product from a hundred thousand dollars from a hundred thousand units from zero to a hundred thousand units for 10 grand, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'd have flown you out to the private Island that I've retired on. and I'd have just given you the formula there. And then it's understanding where is the product within that ecosystem? Cause the question, okay. the, the answer is completely different when Sarah says, we're relaunching a current product to a current market. Interesting. So uh, she wouldn't hire you at that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but why not? <laughs> okay. So that's interesting for the client side of this listening, because what you brought up is a really good point is that they go, uh, we have a product, we need a website. And they reach out to someone who does websites and says, you know, how much is this going to cost us? When really the question that they're asking is what, do we need in order to start selling this product or start selling my service? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, and that's a tricky thing because people are at all different stages of their business, all different stages of the life cycle of their business. And as a uh, agency or a website freelancer or developer or designer, you're looking at it for the, the cost of time, the cost of resources to deliver a landing page, uh, which could range anywhere from, you know, like you said, fifteen hundred to three or four thousand or five thousand to do a landing page. But what I'm like hearing you say, which is really interesting, is that if you're speaking about results off that landing page, we're talking a different conversation of what you need more than a landing page. Yeah, because like, and Sarah, I'm a, I'm again as the customer, and you're you're kind of a difficult customer because you've worked on both sides of the equation, right? So this is sorry about that. Right. If you're the customer, most of the time, then you're actually buying the website from me because you don't want to build it. So therefore, what's your time per hour? And let's say that it works out mm. that your time is 200 bucks an hour. It's going to take you 50 hours to build a website from scratch. That is not worth your time. So hire somebody else to do that. But it's, it's mm. a completely different. Interesting. You're buying their time back. It's it's not a it's not a question. That's interesting. Okay, so that's interesting, huh? I never thought about it that way, Michael. So, yeah. So no, no, that's that's a good, but that's a good way for a client to understand how much the website should cost. Yeah. So we're looking at two different factors. First, for the website to cost, yes, there is the um, the means of like functionality and what they're asking for, and like versus a landing page versus a full e-commerce site. I mean, there's there's a breadth of different things in between there. But one, what is the business looking for in terms of results? And that dictates a lot of how much is invested. So no matter what, rather than like, what is your budget? What are, how much are you willing to invest is really 
the question, right? It's not like, what is your budget as a client? How much are you willing to invest? Because we can do a range of things. And then the second being like, you need to understand your time and resources as it pertains to, you know, what you're asking. So if someone is, so if someone is building just a, a site just to put their picture up and their social media handles because they like, you know, having their name in a domain URL, <laughs> you, know, yep. you know, they're not getting any return on that investment and they could probably do that themselves for a couple hours. They should probably go to Wix or, you know, and throw that together. But like when you come to a website professional, you're hoping to get out of it some expertise that will return on your investment. Um, that's a really good insight into that. So, you know, so it could, so the, so it is a really difficult question to answer because it really depends on the client and what they're building the website for. I mean, I, I also have to play devil's advocate on not all clients understand the investment either. Like they know 100%. They did, but they don't understand why, like, you know, what really goes into it. So you can use that term invest and it maybe has more weight than what's your budget. But there are so many clients who just don't understand why things are mm -hmm. required or cost so much money or are needed in the digital age. Well, let's answer that because that's what this podcast is for. That's exactly what this podcast is for. So, so the people who don't understand. So I actually don't believe that pricing is a problem at all. I think it's the world's simplest equation. Choose the, the amount of money that you want to charge customers and then find people who are willing to spend that. The problem comes when people, exactly as Sarah's put, there's actually a lack of understanding. Every single person on this call right now and most people watching have probably bought products and spent the money and still not fully understand what they've bought. That's happened to website professionals all the time. They buy it, they sign it, they send a deposit, they sign it, and then they go, okay, and that's where scope creep comes in, right? Because people aren't even then still sure. So clearly, it's not the price isn't the barrier. It doesn't matter whether it's 25, because people will spend 25 grand, on, people will spend $250,000 on a house. Like it's not the amount of money. We can always find ways of, of making the, the money easy to understand. It's, it's like I mentioned, it's a product problem. Does the customer actually get like what you can do and compare compared to what they want? Is it scalable for you to deliver? Is it, um, is it a repeatable process? It's, it's more a case of exactly as Sarah put, making sure the customer understands actually physically what are they going to get at the end of it. Because 10 grand can go a long way for some businesses. 10 grand can be a drop in the ocean to some businesses. Right. Okay. So that's good. And that is where that initial communication comes in. That is, you know, understanding from that when that email comes in, where are they? What type of client are they? One who understands how to make an investment or one that still is unclear about what it is that they want or what it is that you're providing. And you can make that choice as a website professional, whether you want to explore that on with them with a phone call and lay out, you know, what it is that you do. If you have the time for, for many web professionals, uh, who are really good at what they do, they tend to not have the time, um, and tend to, you know, like you said, put kind of like hard line minimums, on some things. So that's helpful for clients to understand that if someone is kind of giving a minimum, it's because they may actually be really good and have enough business. And they're just trying to talk to people who at least can invest a minimum amount, even though the website may not cost that amount or the service may not cost that amount. Mm -hmm. All right. So someone's listening to this podcast and they're a business owner and uh, they've got a fantastic new idea or they need a redesign on a website. 
what is the question they should ask now moving forward in emailing the web pro? I mean, Sarah, what do you ask? It's almost transforming into, I want to make this investment, but what am I getting out of this investment? And mm -hmm. how is it going to continue? It's not, you know, might deliver the site it might be done but that's just the start of it really right you know is it there's maintaining and it has to keep going and you might get delivered this beautiful little package but they're still going to be just as scared when you deliver it mm -hmm. so what are you getting out of that investment yeah because they're turning to you it, for all we know this could be the first web this could be the first service they've ever bought i think like, that's probably the most like honestly the people i deal with they yeah that's that's mostly what I get. And they, they want to know that you're going to be there for them continuing. We've even had projects that haven't numerically, the results haven't gone well, but the relationship has continued and got really strong because we've said, but we're going to stay with you throughout that process and, and continue testing and learning and growing with you. Um, so I think a big part of it is, are you going to, because the number one story we hear and you guys I, uh, you probably would have seen this as well is how many times, oh, a web developer took our money, built it, and then mm. went, they either went traveling or they shut down their company or, you know, they decided that they wanted to get into aromatherapy or whatever. I'm like, no, we're here for the long haul. This is what we do. And a, again, a big part of that comes from having a standardized product and being really, really specific about the type of customer that you work with. You should be having fewer of those questions if you're more specific about those two things. Well, ding, 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 you said the magic word and that's relationship. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what did I say? <laughs> I'm gonna have a bell every time someone on the podcast says relationship, I wanna ding the bell because that is the point. Yeah. Um, and, and it shouldn't, and it should trump everything else. And that you realize this is someone you want to have a relationship. Sometimes you don't realize that in the beginning of the web process. Um, but you're hoping that that's what leads to it. All right. So we'll wrap up that conversation about pricing for now. I feel like this is definitely a 2.0, 3.0 type of conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's going to probably, um, develop along the episodes of this podcast, but um, we'll stop there for now. I, I want to thank Mike and Sarah for joining me on the podcast today. Hopefully this conversation will help both website owners and web pros in their relationship with each other as we encourage the growth of businesses through the website. Until next time, I'm Christina Romero with WP Care Market. Here's to your success.